it was a really interesting last few days for sports fans in Chicago to deal with this story of the passing of Bobby Hall. And I think us here on the Sports Cubicle, it is our job if we get to talk about the fun stuff, whether it's the NBA, the Super Bowl, Justin Fields, MLB, all the nerdy stuff, that we have to talk about the important things, good and bad. And I, I'm so happy that I am proud and thankful I get to do it with the marvelous one, Dan Marver, Devin Tingle, and Paul Shavari. And, you know, I think when you talk about in today's day and age, you have to be fair about situations. And if we're going to talk about the greatness that is Bobby Hall, the nicknames and the legacy of him and Makita and what it meant to that era of hockey and hockey fans into the city, we have to keep it honest of the bad stuff too. And I want to talk to you guys about a guy who was one of the greatest to ever do it, one of the fixtures of sports in our city, who has a horrible past also, being convicted of domestic violence and how we have to talk about these stories. You know, nobody, nobody is perfect and nobody's able to do this the right way. We can only do it our way, and that's why I'm proud to do it with you guys. So I'm going to start off with Paulie. I mean, you're somebody who... You really try to, you know, have empathy, sympathy, and awareness of everything that's going on. You also try your best to acknowledge history and embrace it. And you, you've we've done this story so many times. But when the passing ha- happened of Bobby Hall, your thoughts, your your kind of emotions, especially over the last few mo- uh, months and years of dealing with the Blackhawks, of this entire story, good and bad. Um, you know, I I spent kind of the the last few years just kind of railing on. Bobby Hall for his off the ice stuff. Um, I think we all, we all know about the domestic violence and just kind of how lousy of a person he was um, in that regard. And I've, and I've heard mixed things, you know, I've heard um, some um, unabashed, uh, you know, just, uh, just really outdated thoughts, but I've also heard people talk about how, how nice he was uh, to them and how, you know, there were times where he would give people uh, his time and he'd just want to hang out. So um you know, I spent I spent the last few years talking about how terrible of a person he was. So, I, I, I guess in this regard, it's it's all been kind of said this week. There's, there's nothing there's nothing under the table right now about how terrible of a person he was. But as far as a hockey player, it's it's ridiculous how good this guy was on the ice. You know, several years leading the league in goals. Uh, I think that like three seasons with the Hawks that he led the league in in points. Um, you know. All sorts of what Lady Bing trophies, uh, Ross trophies, Hart trophies, uh, winning the Stanley Cup with the Hawks, which uh, was a hard thing to do before the 2010s. Um, <laughs> so, so yeah, I mean, you know, it's 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 a legendary career. Uh, clearly, someone that we need to talk about, regardless of how awful of a person he was off the ice. And, and I think that we need to bring that awareness, though, of um, maybe not a person that that should be a role model in anyone's life. Uh, but definitely someone who's uh, changed the game of hockey was an important part of the storyline of hockey. And um, at least for his on ice things uh, deserves to have the number nine hanging up in the rafters at the United center. Um, and, and hopefully people can learn from uh, the off the ice stuff because, you know, it's, it's a violent sport. Uh, he played without a helmet, you know, it, it's a different era and, and perhaps, uh, you know, some of that, that off the ice violence might be um, symptomatic of what happened on the ice. I think it's the idea of artists and art. Can you separate the two? And I think that's the thing. And I, I think the only reason we bring this up is because we have to be real, 
right? I mean, that's the one thing the four of us have tried to do the best when it comes to doing this show is just being honest with it. Like nobody's saying anything out of pocket or that isn't true. It's we're just having the conversation because this is what happens with people when you get to the age of 83, 84 years old and you've had that type of life. And Marver, I know this is something that you've seen the good and the bad. You've read the good and the bad. You've experienced the good and the bad. But knowing the 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 I, you can't even say the checkered history, the 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 acknowledge awful history, but also the impact and the history of the sport. It's a complicated situation, but feel free. This is this is your your time. What did you think about this entire this entire story of the passing of Bobby Hall? Yeah, well, I watched Bobby Hall in Chicago Stadium with people smoking. It was smoky. I was in the, I was my seat was in the was in the balcony. It was in the corner of the balcony where you were closer to the ice than the people below you. But here's the thing. I mean, aside from his personal life, there's a statue outside the uh, United Center of him now, you know, so he's 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 earned that for his for his performance on the ice. The 50 goal mark was like the Babe Ruth thing for hockey. 50 goals, Maurice Richard, Bernie Jeffrey on, and he, and he passed that in 1966 with his uh, 51st goal. So it was kind of like the Babe Ruth thing, in the, you know, for hockey at that time. So that was quite an accomplishment. And even though there were only six teams – <laughs> when they won the Stanley Cup for the first time in 61 and 23 years, I mean, it was dominated by Montreal mostly and, and, and Toronto uh, over those years. But, you know, it seemed like they should have gotten more with just six teams, but they didn't. But they did get that one in 61 and uh, led mostly by, by by Bobby Hall's great goal scoring. And, you know, as a player, uh, it was like he would fly down the ice, blonde hair, flying, and is a terrific slap shot. And, uh, he, he hit all the 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 uh, characteristics of a of you know a, a boy a, you know a, a blonde boy wonder as a youngster and uh, his passing is sad and some of his later off the ice exploits that mar his image but I remember more as that blonde boy flying down the ice in the sixties and uh, when I was uh, a, a little lad shall we say. <laughs> 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 it's, it's important though marvelous and i'm glad you brought that up because it the impact right and it, again it goes to show it's like you, we just got to be honest with ourselves everything on the table and i think it's great to be able to say it's like this dude was special on the ice and he also did these things both things can be true simultaneously and i think it's great to have the 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 knowledge and be able to have the source of somebody like you who saw in the prime in arguably the coolest stadium in one of the most important franchises in all of sports so you know it, it just goes so interesting and, and Devin you hear the story you read the story you know you 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 know the old heads talk about him you know how the new generation how the organization the old man how he felt about him and how this organization tried to embrace and all the the blemishes and all the the gross but all the greatness I mean this entire story it's complicated right absolutely and I mean we've talked about this in a lot of situations where we try to separate the athlete or the artist from the person and there's certain cases that's just too hard to do here for some of the crimes they've done or what they've done the time here. And I mean, I'm glad we have someone like Marvin here to bring it up. It's like, because for uh, you, myself and Paul, we didn't see Bobby Hall growing up. We don't have that emotional connection of seeing that. Whereas Marvin does where it's like, it's a little bit hard to separate the man from the athlete there where for us, it's so easy to be like, no, you're a POS for what you did there. And I mean, it is one of those things where it's like, I do think history is something you got to learn from here. And again, no one's brought up, the, you know, is it possible he has some CTE or some possible, you know, brain damage from, you know, not wearing the helmet and clonked around? Because they've realized a lot of these guys in all sports had like brains of like 80 year olds with autism, uh, not a, of uh, Alzheimer's. 
Alzheimer's, thank you, in like their like mid to like you know late forties. It's really just tragic there. I mean, we've definitely learned a lot there. Is I can't think of a sport that you know has heavy contact where they're not wearing helmets or something to protect their noggin. But it is just one of those things that it's. I mean, for his contribution to the Hawks, Bobby Hall, great. His number deserves there. And uh, I remember reading a book about the Blackhawks in elementary school. He actually broke the curse of the Blackhawks, by the way, guys, by winning that Stanley Cup. So the 2004 Red Sox, they can shut the hell up about the curse <laughs> fan. There was another team that broke their curse long before them. But I'm sorry. you. No, I'm glad you guys brought up the CT. Pauly, you know, you you kind of circled it first and, Paul, and Devin kind of bringing it back home, how important it is to just know, right, like how different the science and the community. And we talked to – actually, we had a great conversation that you're going to be able to check out next week here on WCPT. But if you go onto the YouTube channel or at Mercado Airwaves Network or wherever all over our social medias, we actually talked to Chicago Steel, the, the awesome hockey organization, over with President Dan Lev, and we talked about kind of the impact of the Blackhawks and what they've done and kind of the image, right? And I don't want to end it on a dollar note, but let's keep it all honest. We know what happened with with Bobby Hall. We saw what happened with the old man. We now see what's happening with, with Rocky. And we saw what happened with Patrick Kane. This is an organization that has had a hard time keeping its big-name stars away from trouble. Other than Jonathan Sayson, even then, saying the whole COVID situation was a little weird. So I think there is something to this idea of like that sport changes a dude after playing it since he was seven years old. And with that in mind, I think it's important and I think it's okay to acknowledge the greatness and acknowledge the blemishes, no matter how severe or how little, but in the, as severe in this case or as little as jaywalking, the idea is we've got to be honest about the situation and our fans deserve it. Our audience deserves it. We can't sugarfoot around the idea of who this person is. And guess what? The God forbid the day Michael Jordan leaves us. We're going to have to be honest about Michael about a lot of different things. That's what happens with our, our big name celebrities, the people we put into those pedal stools. And I hope over time, these generations younger than us are better than us, that they don't, they see these people as just people, but we only have about a minute left here on this, on this topic. I know it's something that we'll be talking about. The city is losing its legends every single year. Cup fans, White Sox fans have seen it and it's only going to get worse as time goes on. And, I think it's just something we have to prepare for, but we have a minute left. Paul, any final thoughts on the the Bobby the passing of Bobby Hall? Uh, it's it's officially an end of an era because I can't think of too many people that are still around from the the nineteen sixties and seventies Blackhawks. So, uh, kind of puts that era to to rest. And, and I think, um, you know, I've been kind of going on about how the Blackhawks really need to take a hard look in the mirror about how this organization wants to present themselves. And I think, um, whether they wanted to or not, this kind of wipes the slate clean a little bit in terms of they're not trotting him out anymore as, as an ambassador for the team or, um, you know, having, you know, the, the living legend there with them. It's, you know, it's a, it's a bygone era now. So, um, you know, another, another chance the Blackhawks to take a hard look in the mirror and decide how they want to uh, go forward as an organization. Dev final thoughts. Uh, I'll take classic quote of a uh, heroes are remembered, but legends never died because Bobby Hall is no hero. When it comes to hockey, he's an absolute legend. I mean, you can't you can't take away those accomplishments. You can't take those accomplishments away from him just what he did off there. It is the separation of the two, but it's like it's I'm I'm torn, Mercado. This is my best way to say it. I'm kind of torn here. Marvelous. You saw the yeah. man. 
You yeah, know well, the legend. Your final thoughts I, on the past. I, I, yeah, I, you know, obviously when somebody gets to a certain age, it's it's inevitable. But in his case, uh, you know, it's it's the end of that era. And and I was just thinking about that era too. Not only did not have helmets, the goalies did not have masks. Think of Glenn Hall. I can name him. I can, they only had five other goalies in the league. Saw Chuck Bauer, uh, Jackman, and uh, you know, and Worsley. For the, and, the, we, and they, you know, I knew all the players because there were so few teams. But be that as it may, yeah, it's it's uh, the end of that era, and uh, and uh, so on we go, and uh, you know, time passes, and uh, nobody nobody lasts forever, good, bad, or indifferent, and. Uh, so, you know, that's that's my thought on that situation. A hundred percent. We're glad that we could get that perspective, too. It's in, invaluable when you're talking to three dummies like us. I have somebody that actually saw history. So it's really appreciated here. And, you know, I think my final thoughts are. Be better people. No matter how great you are at your job, just try to be the best person you can be. And if you can't learn from others mistakes, let's not repeat them, please. So I think that that was really important because Devin, we had a conversation for all the hockey fans who are listening. We had a conversation that will be airing next week on the radio station, but can be found on socials as of Friday. What uh, we talk about grooming and making sure that our young men and women are awesome to society and our community. Who do we talk to with? Who do we talk with? Who do we have on the show that the awesome people can can listen to? Oh, Dan Love, uh, president of Chicago Steel, and I don't have my notes here, but he's a two-time award winner of uh, some Executive of the Year award. Uh, wish I had my notes by next week. Yeah, you can catch that uh, next week, and if you listen to the podcast of this, it'll actually be on right after our show kind of goes there. So a little bit of a treat for those, uh, you know, those few people like to listen to the podcast, the people like to sleep at 9 o'clock at night on a Sunday, as opposed <laughs> to staying party with the Sports Cubicle. We're on Twitter at Sports Cubicle TV. It's Paulie. He's Paul Shavari. It's Devin. It's Devin Tingle. It's the marvelous one. It's Dan Marver. I'm Mike Mercado.